Welcome back to the assist station. I am your host, King Arthur. And last time we talked about why insisting is important in your life. Now, here's the rundown of all seven tools. The first tool in the assist toolbox is the all important forgiving yourself. Next, we have staying true to your goals. Then we're going to reaffirm your purpose, stay positive, building a strong circle, getting out the box, and when the going gets tough, the tough get going. These tools were developed by me watching myself grow from a young man to an adult who had responsibilities, who wanted to see himself greater than his peers and what his family and friends told him he could be. There was one day when I came to a realization that I am more, that I can be more, and there is more for me, for everyone actually, if we just took the time to see what it is we wanted to be, how to achieve our goals, and how we envisioned ourselves at the end of our road. I realized that my father was literally half my age had the same amount of time as I. Yes, he grew up in a different era, in a different time frame or mindset, but time he had nonetheless. So was I going to allow my time to be molded by situations and circumstances? Or was I going to grab my life by the horns and steer it in the direction that I envisioned for myself? Because I knew of the possibilities allotted to me by the Creator and all the abundance of resources available to me in the universe. I sat down one day and I wrote a letter. But before I get to the letter, I had no idea that I wanted to be a writer. I just knew I liked to write. I had no idea I wanted to motivate and inspire others. I just motivated and inspired others. So when it came down or came time for me to ask myself what I wanted to be, I already knew what it was by seeing what I already did and not what I did for a living or for work, not a monetary thing. This was clearly a spiritual thing, something I couldn't touch something so intangible it had to be real 
And I remember when I sat down to write, there was all kinds of people suggesting that I do other things with my time, suggesting that I try different things that they did, that they liked, that they wanted to. But I knew inside of me what I had to do, what was best for me. So I began to write and it went like this. Standing so close to the edge, I felt the pressure of the great on one side, but felt myself falling for the hate. Right now, I'm standing on love. We all know how long that lasts. Moving laterally is just like not moving at all. I run, I slip, I fall. I lay on this wall, wondering why I don't fall. I'm tired of being stuck, so why won't I walk? I have a plan of action, so why won't I act? Is the fear that my fate will be what they said? Just a worker on their plan? Be alive and never be awoke? See every day and not be seen? May as well jump to see where I land. Maybe in the water or even in the air. Wherever I land, I have the courage to take the first step. Some are fine with standing on love alone. God has my heart and that's enough love for me. In other words, I hope I can say I was wrong. See y'all. That was described as I call it that I left to my old life that I left to my family that I left to all my friends all the naysayers all the doubters because I knew from that moment on I would never be the same again I wasn't looking for a overnight change or some miraculous uh, story or I wasn't looking for anything but I knew, I knew deep down inside, it wasn't gonna be the same. I knew that I was going to do things that I wanted to do, try things that I was afraid of, put myself in situations to where I was uncomfortable, which forced me to be comfortable with being uncomfortable. When I started moving differently, behaving differently, people would look at me as if as if I had lost something. But I did. I let go of the restraints that their thoughts as I call it in my book, their dogmatic ways, their dogmatic thoughts and behavior. I let it go. It wasn't for me. They weren't mine. Some of the things that I used to love had no room in this new life. I couldn't insist while holding on to boulders, negative behavior, 
and other people's images of the world. The Most High provided me with a miraculous and magnificent brain to envision a world that I wanted to create. Showed me the tools and said, hey, you can create your own world. Go out and do it. Everyone has this ability. Everyone has the universe, these tools, the time, the space. There's an abundance and plethora of resources available. All you have to do is know that you're taking control of it and take control. Somehow, I turned into a fish flying through a broken sky. Nice. <laughs> this letter was literally the beginning and the end of something that the world was definitely ready for. While on this journey to insist, I realized and learned all these tools on the way as I applied them to my everyday life. Like I said before, things became different. Things looked different. I saw things differently. Now that I had a clue of who I wanted to be, all I had to do now was just be. And from the first tool, forgiving yourself, I knew that's where I had to start. As you continue to listen to the insist station, I know if you're able to apply these rules, these tools to your life, you too will let go of the dogmatic thoughts and the dogmatic visions and start to create your own. That's for you and only you. Every one of us has a story to tell and a story to share with the world that is beneficial to all. I hope you all continue to walk with me on my journey as I share my story. The seven tools is only from the first half or the first quarter of my vision. But it has taken me to a place that I am proud to say I am not the same before I started using these tools and I am in a much peaceful place, a much more humbling place, a much more happier place now that I know how to insist. So until next time, please insist. Please insist.